You're listening to the What the Chuck podcast with Megan Rage. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in. I mean, who even thinks of that, honestly? Oh, my goodness. Hi, welcome to episode 11 of the What the Chuck podcast with me, Megan Rage. Does it sound different? Because it fucking should. Let me just tell you guys, I am the idiot. I'm the king of the idiots, actually. Let's just let's just go with that. The king of the idiots. I, if you follow me on Instagram at Megan Rage Radio, also What the Chuck Podcast. Um, those are two separate pages, by the way. Um, if you follow me, you know that I made a huge mistake last week. Or no, I've been making a huge mistake for the past 10 weeks. I discovered it over the weekend. And you know what? Let me just take you on a journey. We're going to hop right into um, what I like to call a shitstorm. It's different than a situation. So you've been listening to my podcast for the past 10 weeks. Thank you very much for those of you that are still here. Um, the sound, not the best, could be better. I was initially recording with like some soundproofing behind me and then you followed me on the journey through the box. My head was in a box and then um, someone got me the, the soundproofing mic shield that I needed and it was weird because... I was expecting it to sound so much better, but there wasn't that much of a difference. If anything, it sounded worse. And so I've just been so confused on what's happening. And let me just explain something. Just because I'm in radio doesn't mean that I know how to operate all this technical stuff. Like I'm not an engineer, I'm not an audio engineer. I am just strictly here to talk. When you started a radio station, like someone shows you how everything should be set up. You either take a picture of it, you take notes, you remember it, and then you just do that. You don't touch anything that you don't need to touch. If the settings get fucked up, there's some someone's job is to fix it. The engineer. I am not one of those. Um, some people just assume that I just know what the fuck I'm doing. I know how to edit audio. I know how to like produce it, make it sound good. But if there's a setting that's wrong, I'm lost. So um, long story short, actually just kidding. Long story long. <laughs> I got a call from my cousin who uh, we don't talk very often. Last time I saw him was actually this week, last year. Um, So he called me just kind of to check in and we started talking about my podcast and he mixes and remasters or maybe it's just called masters um, music for major artists. I'm talking like he's won Grammys and has worked with like Michael Jackson and Eminem and 50 Cent, yada, yada, yada. So he knows the shit. He knows sound. I was kind of talking to him about my podcast and he was like, well, maybe you should look into getting um, this microphone. He was like, I'll send you the links to a couple microphones. He said um, one was a microphone and one was like something that goes over a microphone, I think. And he was like, some artists record like beats or like audio in hotel rooms and it sounds like studio quality. So this stuff should be really good for you. So I'm like, tight. Yes, just said tight. Send me the link. We'll get this show on the road. So he sends me the links for a microphone and also for something else. And the microphone looks really cool because it's a USB microphone. So right now, my microphone is not plugged directly into my computer. It's plugged into a board and then the board is plugged in to my computer through a USB. Now, when I go to England, you know, inevitably when Brett and I go back and visit, this is not something that I'm going to be able to just pick up and take with me. Um, So a a USB mic that goes directly into my computer, 
is desirable. Um, because I got this equipment, the board and the microphone for myself so long ago, I got it in 2018, right after I let go for, got let go from CBS. Cause I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. I need to be ready with equipment in case people want to hire me. Well, guess what? That was, it was all sitting in my closet for two years. So I don't remember what this microphone is called. I don't remember what this little board I got is called. So I went back in my Amazon purchases and it turns out that this mic that I have is actually good. It's like a $200 mic. And the board that I have, I also spent a lot of money on. So I was kind of second guessing getting a mic, but, um, I, you know, fuck it. I have a guitar center credit card while out. So Brett and I on Saturday, we go to guitar center and we have to wait in a line to get in. And the guy outside is super friendly, old guy, hella tattoos. So I get inside and I don't want to fuck around. You know, I, we, we have Costco groceries in the back. I'm just trying to talk to someone. I'm trying to get the fuck in. I'm trying to get the fuck out. So someone walks by and, um, he goes, can I help you with something? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually looking for, um, the blue Yeti microphone. And he was like, First, he looks at Brett and he goes, can you please wear your mask correctly? Pull it up over your nose. And so Brett's like, oh, yeah, sorry. So he pulls his breath, his his um, his mask up. And then he goes, the Blue Yeti. Yeah, we don't have those. Almost as if like I should have known that. But when I looked at the Guitar Center website the day before, it said they had th- two or three in stock. So I just figured, you know, what the fuck? They should probably still have it. So he's like, unless there were some returns. And I was like, OK. And he was like. I could go back to the back and check, but I'm pretty sure we don't have any. I was like, okay. So while he's in the back looking, Brett and I kind of discuss, well, let's just see if they have anything comparable, even if it's a little bit more expensive. Like, let's just ask him and see what his thoughts are. So he comes out and he goes, yeah, they're on back order. We don't have any. And I was like, do you have anything comparable maybe that I can look at? And he just like has hella attitude, like as if he doesn't work, he does not want to help me. It's like very clear. And I forget what he said, but he was like, again, I'm not an audio engineer. So these questions that he's asking me, I don't fucking know. He was like, well, are you looking for da, 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 like just with hella attitude. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I was like, I'll just order the blue Yeti on your website. And he said, didn't I just tell you they were backordered? And I was like, you, sir, are being a dick. I will take my business elsewhere. And I stormed out and Brett stormed out behind me. And Brett was like, I hate when you do that. But like, dude, customer service ever fucking heard of it? No. Okay. Like, do you not? What is the deal with people lately? Do you not want my money? No one hits me back about tattoos. This guy at Guitar Center was an ultra dick. Like what? What's the deal? What's the problem? Why is everyone so riled up? So anyways, I'm fired up. I'm like pissed off. So I get home and I'm, I'm kind of watching some YouTube videos. My um, cousin sent me a really informative article about the different type of microphones and then also the USB um, microphones compared to the setup that I have going on. And I actually, one of the articles made me realize that the microphone that I have is in the same category as the Blue Yeti. It's just a step below it. Like they rated the Blue Yeti number one. They rated the microphone that I had number two. So I'm like, well, if these two microphones are in the same category, I might as well just roll with what I have and try to figure out how I can make the sound better. So this whole time I've been recording my podcast into GarageBand because GarageBand is free. (laughs) <laughs> and it's similar to iMovie and it's on my Mac already. So why not just use it? So um, I- I've been using that this whole time. I kind of watched a few videos on how to use it, but when I was in radio, well, I mean, I guess I still am. I'm just furloughed. I 
use Adobe. And Adobe is something that I've worked with for 13, 14, 15 years, something I'm very familiar with. I know that there's a bunch of filters that you could put over your voice. You can adjust it. You can make it sound good. You can add things to it. Like it's just something that I'm familiar with. And I, it's something that I know will work and sounds good. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to get Adobe. You know, it's 20 bucks a month. Screw it. You know, that's fine. I'm, this is an investment. I'm investing in myself. 20 bucks a month is not a big deal. So I pay for Adobe to edit my podcast and to record my podcast into. So I come upstairs. I want to test it out. The interface looks a little bit different. So I'm trying to re-familiarize myself with it because it does look, you know, a little bit different. Yet there's still things that I recognize on there. So I'm messing around with it. And I go to record my voice into Adobe. And my levels are really hot, which means my voice sounds everything just sounds super overmodulated. Like my voice is really loud and just not clear. And so I'm like, hmm, that's really weird. I wonder what's causing that. So I look over at my board. So like I said, my microphone is connected to my board. My board is connected to my computer. And the board is how I adjust the sound, the volume, the levels. So I go over to the board and I turn everything down, all the way down. So the board should essentially be off. Like you shouldn't be able to hear anything. And so I go to record again and my levels are still hot. I'm peeking into the red. So green is, you know, yellow, going from green to yellow, right before you get to the red, like that's where your volume should be at. And I am like way far past that into the red. So I'm like, what's happening? So I'm like, Brett, come up here. Like, I know this isn't your, your cup of tea, but help me. And so I'm like, what could be happening right now? I'm like, I'm talking into the mic. Everything's turned down, but my levels are hot. And so we start tapping the microphone and nothing's happening. And so I go to the settings. You guys, I, are you ready for this? Really? Are you ready? I, for the past 10 weeks, have not been recording my podcast through my microphone. The input was set up as built-in speakers. So I was talking into my microphone, but my computer was what was recording me. My computer was picking up my voice, which is why that episode with Bree, you can hear her Neither of our microphones have been, were working and my, the speakers and microphone built into my laptop is what's been picking up my voice. So I've been over here sounding like shit, using this, talking into this microphone like an idiot and it hasn't even been on for the past 10 weeks. You guys, let me repeat myself. I just yelled and I think I peeked into the red. So sorry, I'm still kind of getting used to the levels and the volume now that I'm using Adobe, but like in layman's terms, I have been speaking into a microphone that has essentially been off. And the only reason that my computer has been recording is because it has a built-in microphone, you know, because it's a Mac and FaceTime, Zoom, all that shit. So I have not been recording through the microphone. I repeat, I have not been recording through the microphone. I'm an idiot. I am dumb. I am an idiot. So I, 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 I. I, I changed the settings to use the microphone. And now, though, I have fucked up everything on the board. I don't know what to turn back up. I don't know where to turn it up to. I start having a full-blown meltdown. Like, I'm freaking out. I start texting my cousin. Uh, when I freak out like this, I, in desperation, just start reaching out to people, like, that I've 
that I think could help that can either help or calm me down. And sometimes they just don't like want to fuck with me. So I texted my cousin like 12 things in a row and he wrote back LOL. And I was like, next. (laughs) He wants no part of this. Um, I'm having a meltdown. So I hit up my old engineer, my old job, who's amazing, literally amazing, but also has a lot on his plate. So like, I felt really bad reaching out to him, but I'm like, oh my God, if anyone can help, it's going to take me days to figure out what's going on. He could literally help me in 10 minutes. So I reach out to him. I send him like four messages in a row. None of it makes sense because I'm panicking. I call my friend Amanda. She's like, just maybe walk away for a little bit. So I start cleaning the house with Brett. He vacuums and mops. I clean the bathroom. So we start, we start doing that. And, um, the old engineer reaches out to me and he's like, I can come help you out on Monday. So, oh my God, I'm like problem freaking solved. I try to relax a little bit, even though it's still in my nature to try to figure out the problem. I was like, just don't think about it. He said he's going to come over on Monday. So yesterday was Monday. He comes over, he sits down. You guys, it gets worse. (laughs) I have been recording with my microphone facing the wrong way like the be- not not that it matters because it's been off but the back of the microphone was facing my mouth so when he was testing it the levels were super low basically everything that could have been wrong was wrong like literally everything he was here for probably about like 15 minutes set me up exactly how I needed to be set up changed the settings in my computer and I recorded a little sample and fucking hell this is what I sound like now it's so much better I literally cannot believe that all of that happened it blows my mind so now we're in business Things should sound a lot better, a lot more professional. The sound quality. Brett had said last week, he was like, I was trying to listen to your podcast when I was on my run. And he said, I couldn't hear you. He said, I had it turned all the way up and I couldn't hear you. So I asked a couple other people and they said that it was low, but it, I mean, they could hear it. So, I mean, we shouldn't have any problems anymore going forward. Holy shit. I cannot believe that for 10 weeks, but it's so crazy. Cause I think I mentioned in another episode that my friend Heather had told me that Anna Ferris, her podcast, she ended up going back and deleting the first 11 episodes cause they were so bad. The sound quality was bad. I'm not going to go back and delete mine, but it's just crazy. I can't wait to hear what this sounds like in comparison to the other episodes. Now, some of you might not even notice, but I guarantee that I'm going to notice. And it's funny because I'm sure there's been some radio people that have listened to my podcast and thought that it sounds like low budget, you know, BET uncut type of shit. But now we should be on, I mean, at least 106 and Park type of quality, TRL, something. Let me upgrade you. Anyways, so yeah, I can't believe all that happened. I, I, I don't even know... I don't even know what to say about that. I should have had someone come over from the beginning, but uh, yeah, I mean, you live and you learn, huh? Something else that happened over the weekend. Um, we had a situation part two, only it wasn't really shit this time. <laughs> Sorry if you're eating. So Brett and I were supposed to go. Um, my friend lives in Rancho Marietta and she invited us to like go around the golf course, get lunch at the clubhouse or whatever it's called with her and her husband. So we wake up Sunday morning. I get in the shower, wash my hair, which I had washed my hair two days before. So I was like, should I wash it? Should I not wash it? Eh, I feel like, you know, feeling fresh and like my hair being fresh. So I'm going to wash my hair. So I get out of the shower and Brett comes running upstairs and he was like, were you just in the shower? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, the toilets are overflowing. The toilets are overflowing. So downstairs, the same problem toilet from before is overflowing. Not only was I in the shower, but the washing machine was running. So this toilet is just backing up like blue water. It's basically from the shower and also from 
the washing machine. So we have the towels down. We're scooping water out of the toilet into the bucket so it doesn't overflow and get on the floors again. Um, Luckily, this time it's not like super disgusting. It's just water. I mean, still disgusting. But so I um, call Brett's like, you know, in a panic, call Roto-Rooter. So I call Roto-Rooter, have them, you know, make an appointment for them to come out. And then also I had remembered one of my friends, Ashley, told me that I should contact the county just to make sure it's not a problem with the sewer, like the county sewer line, whatever. I don't know how it works. So I call both of them and we still want to try to make our plans. So the reason that I that I that I call both of them and just kind of roll the dice with it is because like I want to see who gets here first. So just as our luck has it, actually, it ended up being good for us. The county gets there like 60 seconds before Roto-Rooter. So the county guy, this old man, sees Roto-Rooter pull up and says to Brett, hurry up and get the hose down the pipe. Do not let them touch anything or they'll charge you. So Brett shoves the um, our hose from the front yard down the sewer line. And then when the Roto-Rooter guy walks up, the city guy says, oh, we have it under control. You're not needed. So Brett and I, of course, felt really bad because, I mean, the Roto-Rooter guy came out on a Sunday. I don't know if he's on call or if they have someone working Sundays, if he was mad or if he wasn't. But anyways, he um, he kind of just stood around for a second. Then he ended up leaving. And we ended up clearing the line, just running hose down down the sewer pipe. And so the Roto-Rooter guy leaves. The county guy comes comes to the door and he says, yeah, he says, always call us first. If you're in the county, we'll always come out and check it out and see what's going on. And if a plumber is needed, you know, we'll recommend someone and you can call them from there. But never call, you know, a plumbing company first. Always get us out here first just so we can make sure. So then he hands me a bag and it has, you know, like a stress ball in it, a pen, um, a notepad, a, a couple other things. I don't know what they were. And then he also says, here's a goodie bag for you. Save our number in your phone under sewer. Call us if you have any problems. And then he said, also, there's a list in there of do's and don'ts of things to flush. So last time this happened, which was two weeks ago, the guy, the plumber that came out also gave me a talk, a little talking to about what to flush. Y'all, If I have one more man, tell me not to flush tampons down the toilet, I will fucking lose my shit, okay? So I understand that there's some places, if I go to a a restaurant or whatever, and there's a little box by the toilet, and there's a line that says, please do not flush tampons, our pipes are old, I will do just that. I will put it in the box, I will obey the sign, move on with my life. You know, I, I, I obey the rules where I need to. But let me just reiterate, if another man tries to tell me that I cannot flush tampons, I'm going to lose it. Ex- excuse me, sir. Have you ever been um, heavily bleeding from your vagina that you don't have and had to whip something out of there? That's I mean, I'm not going to get into it because, ladies, you already know, like it is just not realistic for me to not flush every tampon. It is sometimes impossible to not do that. I I, I mean, I know there's some guys listening, so I'm going to spare you, but um, just don't fucking tell women to not flush tampons, okay? Have you ever bled for days on end? And you know what? I got my period twice this month, so shut up and let me do what I want to do, all right? Thank you. Have a nice day. That's all I'm going to say about that. 
every my blood was just boiling and he was a nice guy but when he was like i'm gonna give you this it's do's and don'ts on what to flush i'm like this motherfucker's about to tell me not to flush tampons but yeah um so the sewer guy said something 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 about something that they can work on but something 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 if we have another problem just stick a hose in it and i'm like okay thanks have a nice day we'll be Next time you come back, you're going to tell me again not to flush my tampons. But guess what? I don't have anywhere else to put them. Our trash cans are marble and white. And yeah, I can put a bag in. But I mean, it's just not ladies. I, I, I actually want to know who doesn't flush them. I got in so much trouble when I first started my period. I said I was going to talk about periods because I know I have guy listeners, but I'm sorry. When I first started my period, we lived in an old house in College Greens. And I mean, it was just me and my dad. Awkward. I was flushing my tampons and they all got clogged up in the toilet. My dad had to take the toilet off. He took it into the backyard with a sledgehammer, broke it open. There were all these tampons stuck inside. I got in so much trouble, but I still flushed them after that. We got a new toilet and I was like, hopefully this baby can hold hold what I got going on because I am not going to fling them around in, into the trash can. Can we invent something to make li- life a little more easier? a little more easier. Anyways, you guys know what I mean. So yeah, situation part two, hopefully now we have, um, have a, have a solution to that problem because the Roto-Rooter guy said, yeah, we could replace the line, but the same thing's going to happen if, if she's going to keep flushing tampons. Guess what, motherfucker? I am. Okay. Anyways, messaged. (laughs) I got a couple messages about the hummingbird feeder in the backyard. Update. We still do not have any hummingbirds. Kaylin, my friend Kaylin, she hit me up obviously with the number one recommendation for a hummingbird advice, which is Spencer Pratt. I messaged him. Obviously he did not message me back. (laughs) Maybe if I uh, save up enough money, I can get a cameo and ask him advice on hummingbird feeders. Um, She did tell me that he frequently says that red dye, he's very against red dye. Brett seems to think that we need to move the hummingbird feeder over to the other side of the yard where there's an orange tree because maybe they'd be more like prone to fly over where there's trees. Anyways, we have had no action when it comes to the hummingbird feeder. Um, No action when it comes to Spencer Pratt messaging me back. So I'll keep you posted on that. Also on last week's episode, I caught it when I was listening back to it. But it's when I catch myself make a mistake, like I'm talking really fast. Sometimes it just can't be edited out. And sometimes I realize it after I've already like unplugged. I do my, I record the episode upstairs in the office and then I get out so that Brett can move back in here and I edit downstairs. So for me to like fix a tiny, tiny mistake, come back upstairs, kick Brett out, plug everything back in, go to the spot where it is, insert what I meant to say. Like it's just too much work. We make mistakes. I'm human. So I don't edit them out. So we were laying in bed the other night and Brett said, oh yeah, I listened to your podcast and I was dying when you said, and I knew exactly what he was going to say. I called black holes, dark holes. (laughs) And in the moment when he brought it up to me, we're just laying in bed. We had already turned the TV off and he was like, well, by the way, in your podcast, you said dark holes and I was dying. And I was like, I knew you were going to say that. And we just laid in bed crying for like a solid five minutes over me calling black holes, dark holes. I know that they're called black holes. It was an honest mistake. And I caught myself. I heard it when I was editing, but I was like, meh, I'll just leave it. Oh God. Something else. Um, last week that I talked about was Taylor Swift was Brett listening to Taylor Swift over and over again in his, you know, earbuds while he was asleep. And then I turned it off and he was like, I'm listening to that. You would think if someone listened to a song over 
over and over again, <laughs> over and over, they would know the words. Friday night, Brett and I are driving. I'm driving. And Brett's in the passenger seat. So he's like, I get to pick the music. And I'm like, great. Here we go. Listening to Brett's birthday playlist for the 5,000th time this week. And he starts playing that playlist. And I'm complaining. I'm whinging. I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of these songs. So he's like, fine, I'll put on Taylor Swift. So he puts on Love Story. And I, for the first time, realize that he knows none of the words besides the chorus. And even those, I mean, it's a, it's a gray area. Even those are a little sketchy. So he turns it on. Our friend Amanda is a big Taylor Swift fan. So he's going to send her a video of him singing because that's exactly what she wants. Well, because the Bluetooth is hooked up to the car, every time he switches over to video, the music stops. So luckily he wasn't able to send that video, but he's still singing at the top of his lungs. He rolls down the windows. The music's super loud. We're on like North Watt. I'm like, yeah, this is, seems like a great place to be blasting Taylor Swift at 10 o'clock at night. So Brett starts singing and, and I mean, he's just making up, he's not even saying real words until he gets to this part when he's, when, when, when Taylor Swift says, my daddy said, stay away from Juliet. Brett says, Brett thinks that the song says, my daddy said, stay away from cigarettes. Yep, let that sink in. And then he said, stay away from cigarettes. That's what I literally heard. I said, what did you just say? That has been what he's saying the entire song, the, the entire time this song has been in existence. My daddy said, stay away from cigarettes. I mean, that's a better message, honestly. But those, Brett, those are not the words. Sorry. Um, over the weekend was International Cat Day. And I used to be... Gosh, I think back to Instagram and how I used to use it back in the day. I remember scrounging for things to post. Like I had to post something every single day. A picture, a meme, a quote. I mean, a picture of Chuck, even before Chuck existed, you know, I, I posted something every single day. Every time there was like an International Siblings Day or Cat Day or Black Cat Day or la 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 la, Brunette Day, like every single trend I posted and now I think that shit's annoying and there's are still people that post every day and I'm like, wise house way. So I'm just not that person anymore. But over the weekend, it was Saturday. It was International Cat Day. And ever since I created Chuck's own Instagram, I don't post a lot about him on my personal page anymore. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw a picture of Chuck up on my Instagram. Um, I found one where his, you know, mouth is wide open. He's mid yawn, looks super cute. You can see that he only has three little legs. It's just like the cutest picture ever. And right off the bat, I get some guy um, leave a comment under the picture that says, quote, he or it looks like roadkill, dot, 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 hashtag pet cemetery, end quote. So <clears throat> this guy's Instagram name is bearded underscore Viking underscore Johnson. I went to his page. He is a, uh, um, a disabled veteran, according to his bio. He has 11.5 thousand posts on his page. So, you know, this was after the Guitar Center thing. I was all fired up already. I was going to go in on him, but instead I just decided to delete the comment, block the page because he was following me and move on with my day. Just kidding. I posted a screenshot of it on Facebook and Instagram and let other people bask in my anger. Um, who makes, who are you? You're the type of person that probably like kicks cats or dogs. Like who says that about an animal? Ew, so disgusting. And made me just like, I was just so irritated by it. Oh God. 
that irritated. I really did something to the back of my throat. I'm going to start coughing now. Oh, maybe not. Anyways, yeah, don't come, don't come for anyone in my family, but especially not my cat, Chuck. Speaking of animals, I have something to tell you, and I'm actually kind of nervous about it because I don't want anyone to come for me. Um, and I shouldn't have even said that, but I just want, I'm just going to be super transparent with my life right now. A couple, I told you guys last week that we had gone out on a boat with our friends, Dan and Anna, and they have a medium golden doodle. So Brett's perception of people with animals is interesting because he mostly had like birds and stuff growing up. He kind of associates having an animal with having like a dirty house. Um, he was shocked the first time that he came to visit me that in my small one bedroom apartment, you couldn't smell that I had a cat. And then when you go over to my dad's house, you cannot even tell that they have one cat, let alone two. So every time that he kind of sees that you can live cleanly with animals, it shocks him to his core. So we walk into our friend Dan and Anna's house and it literally looks beautiful. It is, it's decorated so well. They have the cutest wallpapered bathroom. Like I cannot even begin to tell you. Right when you walk in, they have this like, um, this uh, like hand sanitizing station. Their house is just so freaking cute. They have the comfiest couch I've ever sat on in my whole entire life. Like the interior of this house is goals. They have a dog. They have a golden doodle, a medium golden doodle. And so I've been dying to meet this dog. I've never met it. Um, side note, sorcery shopping spree sisters is blowing up right now. I can get notifications on my Mac and I probably have over 30 text messages from them. So something is happening, right? Breaking news, but I can't take a break because I'm in the zone. So I'm gonna have to read all those text messages afterwards. Anyways, um, they have a golden doodle. I've been dying to meet this dog. So I'm like, Gunther, like, where are you? So comes over to me. He uh, like lets me pet him. He's so good. He's so well behaved. Brett is like petting him. And I've really never seen. Oh, no, my sister, my brother and sister have um, a dog. So I see Brett around that dog. But that's a very small like Chihuahua dog. So it's a little bit different. So Brett's like, you know, and they're another example. You cannot tell that they have an animal besides there's a dog bed in the entryway. But you just you don't know. Like you can't can't smell it. No, you know, you just don't know. So. Brett's petting this dog and um, I'm like, isn't this dog so cute? Well, we end up spending the entire day with the dog. The dog comes out on the boat with us. It has this cute little shark fin floaty. Um, It's super protective over its owners. Every time one of them jumped in the water, it was like barking and going crazy, like trying to save them. And so at the end of the day, Brett is like, "I, I love this dog. And I'm like, I do too. You know, I'd be, I'd be super curious to look into getting one, but I also feel bad because, you know, of the work that I do with Front Street and obviously like I'm all adopt, don't shop. Um, I want to rescue an animal. But, you know, when it comes down to it, Brett, like I've said in the past, wants something that doesn't shit or shed. Well, obviously the shit thing's not happening, but he does have a dog allergy. He needs something that's hypoallergenic. And so the next day when I went wine tasting with Jen, who is my friend that works at Front Street, I was kind of talking to her about it. I was like, there's no chance that any golden doodles would come into the shelter, right? And she's like, yeah, no. And as I did my research this past week, any any golden doodle that you get from any breeder basically says like, if for some reason you have to surrender your dog, like you have to sign a contract saying that you will not give it to a shelter, that you will basically give it back to where you got it and they will rehome it. I did a ton of research last week. So I was kind of back and forth. I, I talked to a couple couple friends about it because it was weighing heavy on my heart. And I was just like, you know, I really want to get this dog. If we don't get it, someone else is going to get it. 
just a dog in general. I'm like, I really like the breed. Um, you know, I've been reading a lot about them. Brett really likes them. I just, I really like just feel strongly about this, but I don't want people to like be upset with me or think I'm a fraud. So, um, I'm just being super transparent about my feelings. I still am going to be an advocate for Front Street. I, you know, and I think once Brett gets more comfortable with the idea of a dog and animals, I think there will be more of a chance for us to foster or adopt from a shelter in the future. Um, so I, I you know, I still want to be a voice for those, these animals. I still am going to continue to do work for Front Street um, and hopefully foster down the line. But we did find um, some availability for a Labradoodle that is going to almost said be hatched, but it's the, the, the mom is going to have babies in November. So at the beginning of the year, it's looking like we will be having a puppy. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. I haven't had a puppy in a long time. Um, I'm worried about Chuck, obviously. I am worried about a lot of things, but I'm also really excited. And I think it's a good project for Brett and I. It also gives us plenty of time to like do our research and try to figure out um, like how to raise a puppy and how to train a puppy. And it gives us time to like, we want to build a dog run down the side of the house. And um, I ordered some books on Labradoodles and, you know, we're going to read up and educate ourselves. And I think it's just like the perfect situation for us right now. And I'm super excited about it, but I'm also nervous. Like I said, haven't trained a dog ever. Um, my dad had a dog when I was really little that I don't remember. And then I also had a dog with the, with an ex-boyfriend. We got it as a puppy and it was, I remember it being a nightmare to raise a puppy, but I was also a lot younger. I wasn't with the dog full time. So I really just want to give this dog a home. I want Chuck to love it. I want to introduce everyone, you know, correctly and, and do everything the right way so that we can, you know, expand our little family. So I'm super excited about that. Please don't come for me. Like I said, I'm still going to continue to be an advocate for Front Street. Um, I'm still going to continue to help, you know, dogs that need to be adopted and cats, you know, going to continue to do that. Um, I've always done my spin of the week at Front Street, which is a segment that I do normally. It's done video I actually go to Front Street I pick an animal that has special needs because I call it my special my spin of the week special pet in need so normally it's like missing a leg missing its teeth elderly just been at the shelter for a really long time obviously with COVID I haven't been able to continue that um, cause you know, a lot of the animals that are at the shelter are in foster care. The shelter's not open. I'm limiting my contact with people. So I, I talked to Jen and I was like, how about I continue doing this on my podcast and I can talk about my spin of the week. I can post pictures of it on the, what the Chuck podcast, Instagram, and we can kind of go from there. So I present to you my spin of the week for this week. This dog is round. She is thick. Um, she weighs 58 pounds. Isn't that crazy? So her name's Marcy. She's a spayed female brown and white Boston Terrier mix. She's being fostered right now and she's not at the shelter. So um, she would do best in a house with no other dogs. She is housebroken. Um, she can p- be possessive over her human when another dog's around. So like I said, no other dogs in the household will need a diet. <laughs> Wait till you see a picture of her. She is large and in charge, but she is so freaking cute. Um, Her animal ID, I'll include this in the post, but just in case, is A as an apple, 458034. Um, And like I said, she's in foster care right now. If you see the pictures and you are interested in adopting her, you can contact animalsupport at cityofsacramento.com. 
org. Um, she is so freaking cute. Like these pictures. Oh God, wait till you see him. Um, Jen was saying that someone at the at the shelter described her as a round dog and that she is, but she's looking for her forever home. So if you or someone you know might be interested, go check her out on my Instagram. Also share it if you can. I mean, try to get the word out there. I looked at the, um, like I said last week when I was doing my research on the doodles, I did look at the Front Street Shelter um their website to try to see what they had. And, um, I, you know, I look through all the dogs. They have some, some really cute ones there right now. Um, there's like, I think a couple Huskies on there, some pit bulls. So, um, if, if maybe Marcy isn't for you, but you are in the market and looking to rescue a dog, you know, that's a great resource. Um, follow them on social media, front street animals. They're always doing amazing things. They always have a plethora of animals available. So, um, like I said, Marcy available for adoption, Check out her pictures at What the Chuck Podcast on Instagram. Um, this is some also crazy. Oh, let me just go back for a second and say that if you have any tips for me for raising a puppy, please um, don't hesitate. Don't scare me. Don't use scare tastic tactics because a couple of people have already been like, girl, it's worse than, than having a child. Um, don't frighten me. Just, you know, ease me into some tips that you found helpful. I got the book from Caesar and I also got um, just a book about the breed in general. So. Oh, I hear someone coming in hot. Oh, Brett was running up to the bathroom. I thought someone was like, whew. I just watched the Golden State Killer um, documentary, uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, and I've been on edge since I finished it. Has anyone watched it? It's a six-part documentary. It's on HBO. It's very good. It's very sad. Um, it's, it is about the Golden State Killer, but it's more so about the author who was writing the book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, and how she was like instrumental in helping law enforcement catch him. Um, the documentary is so good. It, it just, it talks to the survivors. And I think that's what is like really got me. The last episode, my friend Bree was, you know who Bree is. She was in episode whatever with me with, with the microphone situation. Oh God. Anyways, um, she's the one that told me to watch it. She was like, it's so good. You're going to cry. And I'm a crier as it is, but episode six, man, they, all the survivors, they, after he's, you know, sentenced or whatever, they are not sentenced, but after he goes to court and he's caught and he's in custody, um, they all have like this get together and there's this one couple, um, I think they were victims 31. So it's a husband and wife and they're the only couple that stayed together. They were talking to other people that were married at the time of the attack and, and the husband just couldn't believe that, you know, all these other victims' husbands left them after the attack. And it just like, I don't know, they ended up going to Paris after he was caught. And she said, you know, he's in prison and I'm going to Paris and I have my husband and we're still together. And God, it just like pulled at my heartstrings. I just cannot even imagine. And every time that the camera went to his face when when they were talking about the attack, he just, you know, just looked so emotional. Just, oh, I, I highly recommend it. 10, 10 recommend if you're looking for something to watch. Like I said, six episodes are all about an hour long. It might not be exactly what you expect at first. I know for me, I was expecting it to be like all about the Golden State Killer. But it, like I said, it's more about Michelle McNamarama, Bamarama. I forget her last name, but she's the author who wrote I'll Be Gone in the Dark. And I won't give away too much, but yeah, you should definitely watch it. Um, it's it's a really, really, really good, good show. Something else that's exciting that's coming up um, in honor of passing episode 10, that milestone, um, I teamed up with Aesthetic Envy for a giveaway. So um, stay tuned. Make sure you're following me on social media at What the Chuck Podcast. 
um, for the details of the giveaway, how it's going to go down. It's likely going to happen next week. So you have some time to tell your friends because trust me, um, you're going to want your friends to participate if you want to win. So what the Chuck podcast on Instagram, make sure you're on the lookout for that. We'll be doing a giveaway next week and I'm super excited about it. I just want to thank everyone that's been listening for continuing to listen. Um, so yeah. If you're needing a facial, maybe a full set of lashes, maybe some product, make sure that you are looking out for that post. Um, Something else that is crazy that's going to be happening as soon as the Amazon delivery gets here is Brett. 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 Oh, boy. So every time we go to England, his friends are so mean. They're like, why do you tell him that his hair looks good? Why don't you tell him that his hair looks bad and just to shave it off? I don't have a problem with Brett's hair. He gets um, it cut super short. Like Joe at Sacramento Barbering Company always hooks him up, um, cuts his hair really short so that, you know, the place that's balding up on top kind of blends in a little better. But obviously it's harder and harder to get haircuts right now with places being shut down. And Brett is just over, I think, of his friends, quote, taking the piss out of him because he's balding. So the other day Brett was looking in the mirror. Actually, it might have even been yesterday. He's looking in the mirror and he's like, fuck it. Get on Amazon. Find some clippers for me. You're going to shave my head. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm sick of it. I don't want to deal it, deal with it anymore. I'm sick of everyone talking, you know, making fun of me. He's sick of dealing with it. So he got on Amazon. We ordered some clippers and he is going to have me shave his head next week. And I am scared to death. His hair does not bother me at all. Every, all of his friends think that I'm lying. It doesn't bother me. He, it's, it's balding a little bit on top. He just has a little bit of hair up there. And then he has hair pretty thick everywhere else on his head. Um, you know those videos of the dads that have great big beards that then shave them and then get in front of their kids and their kids are terrified and crying because they're just not used to their parents looking like that? I remember my dad did that to me once. He used to have this really big beard, and the first time he shaved it, I was terrified of him. Obviously, I'm adult, so I'm not going to be – obviously, I'm an adult, so I'm not going to be terrified of Brett, but I'm very worried because I just cannot picture – I mean, bald, that's a lot. To be completely bald, to have no hair on your head. I think it's going to be very shocking for me. And I also think it's going to be very shocking for Brett. I literally cannot even picture it. But the silver lining, what I'm holding on to, is um, a couple times we've been out. One time it happened in Disneyland. Someone has come up to him and said that he looked like Jason Statham. Now, Jason Statham is bald. And I like that. So I'm, I'm just trying to picture Brett's face with a bald head, like a completely bald head. And also, am I going to have, I, I mean, I guess you can't really fuck up shaving someone's head bald, but I am very, very worried about having that responsibility. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, um, let's see when the delivery is going to be here. Amazon. I, I'm, I hope that it's not going to be for a couple days because I just, I don't know. August, arriving August 24th. So what's the date today? The 11th. So we still have some time. I still have some time to like, you know, get up the courage to do this for him. But I am so nervous. And then what? I'm going to have to shave it every month. Like, is the hair going to grow back in those other places? I don't know. But we've tried a number of things, some serum on his scalp. And we did see some hair growth, but the serum's expensive. And it's just, we're not the type of people that are regimented. So like, I have to set 
like Brett's vitamins out every day so that he'll take them. Otherwise, he won't take them. So like things have to be really convenient for us. Otherwise, we won't do it. Great. We're taking on a huge responsibility of getting a dog, but we suck as humans. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so we've, we've tried a couple things, but it's just hard to, to, to stay on it. But I, I don't know. He wears hats a lot. And when he's wearing a hat, obviously, it just looks like he has a lot of hair. So I'm worried. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't mind bald people. I don't mind a bald man. I'm sure I've dated a couple in the past. I can't think of any, but I'm just worried. I just can't picture what he's going to look like. I think it's going to be very alarming at first. So everyone, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, be on the lookout for Brett's bald head. BB playlist, Brett's bald, Brett's bald playlist part two. Just kidding. I won't do that to you guys for a very long time. I did try to do the social media trend on Brett last weekend where, um, or last week where you, Hey, um, hi guys. It's me. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Um, you've all been asking me about insert blank here. So the whole point of the social media trend, like, like I'm sure you've seen, it's been on TikTok and these regular ass people are like, Hey guys, so what I've seen is they, they put the camera up and it's, they're acting like the camera's facing them, but it's really facing their significant other. And they go, hey, guys, you know, I'm just a lot of you have been asking me about how I keep my house so clean. So I'm just going to go over a little bit what I do. And then the husband looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't have followers. People haven't been asking you. That's what I thought the trend was. So I hold my phone up and I go, hey, guys, um, a few of you have been asking me about my skincare. So I go on for like about a minute and Brett does not even look up at me. He does not care. He is not phased, probably because I've done videos like that before. But then my friend Marley was like, you're doing it wrong. And I'm like, what, what did I do? And she basically said that you're supposed to say something like outlandish, like, um, hey, guys, a lot of you been, have been asking me about um, the way that I clip my toenails, you know, something really weird. And then that's what gets the reaction. Action. And so I when she told me this, I've obviously seen it both ways. I've seen some people say something really crazy and then I've seen other people do just like a regular basic topic that is plausible like me. A lot of you've been asking about my skincare. I didn't know that I missed the boat and I didn't know that I was doing it wrong. And I thought about taking the video down and I really sat and had a moment like, fuck, Am I getting to the point where people need to, younger people need to explain to me social media trends? Am I that far off? Do I not know what's going on anymore? Like, what the fuck is happening? So I had a moment. I really panicked. I thought that I was getting old and didn't understand social media trends. But then I got on TikTok and I saw a few people do the skincare. The same, they went the same avenue I went and they had success. So I think that some people just don't know and I'm not getting too old to do social media trends, but it uh, really had me in my feelings for a second. Shout out to Marley. Me and her have something super fun coming up this weekend. I can't wait to show you guys. I can't wait to tell you guys about it, but it's not going to be until next week's podcast. So be on the lookout for Brett's bald head. What me and Marley have coming up, a giveaway, a puppy in the near future, another situation. Whew, got a lot of things coming up. And they said COVID is holding people back. Not up in here. We're staying busy. So the sticker place where I get my stickers, they had another sale today. 60 stickers for $9. So I tried to jump all over that because I can never have enough. Because when life resumes, like I said, I'm going to be sticking these stickers places. I went to the website and it said bad gateway. So I emailed them and I was like, hey, your website's down. They basically said so many people are after this deal that the website is can't handle it. And it's been down and to try back later. I'm like, damn, what is this freaking Ticketmaster when Drake tickets go on sale? What's the deal? 
So I haven't ordered them yet, but I plan on it. They're not holographic. They're not like the ones that I got the first time. They're like cut out. So it's going to be like the actual shape of me and Chuck. So they'll be a little bit smaller. Well, they're going to be three by three. But um, at this point, I'm not going to put any more on my water bottle. I'm not going to ask Brett to. My whole water bottle is two stickers. My two stickers that I've had made. My friend Amanda's um, Beach Don't Kill My Vibe. She has an Etsy shop where she makes resin jewelry she goes to beaches and finds shells and then she puts the shells in resin and makes necklaces she makes um, rings she just started making jewelry trays everything that she makes is unreal so she has an etsy shop called beach don't kill my vibe so i have one of her stickers on my water bottle and then i have a foster pet foster pets of sack sticker um if you're not following if you're an animal person and you are not following following foster pets of SAC, you're really missing out. So she's a foster, Haley, at Front Street, and she always has um, kittens and dogs that she's fostering, mostly kittens, but she also has her own animals at home. I think she has two dogs and three cats, and one of them is Tortellini, who was my spin of the week in the past, who has a tilty head, but she just always posts the cutest videos of all of her animals. Um, I highly recommend following her. And obviously she gets some, you know, things from Front Street, but she also depends on donations. So um, sometimes she's, you know, asks for, she basically has an Amazon wish list. And anytime you can go to her page and either buy something off the wish list or contribute to it. So it's a really cool thing that she has going on. So she sold stickers a while back and I bought like a few of them. And so one of them's on my water bottle. Um, and Brett is now the same. Brett has a beach, don't kill my vibe. He has two of my stickers. So when I get these new ones, I'm not going to force every, force them on everyone, my whole family is probably like, Jesus, enough with the stickers, but at least I'll have some, you know, going forward backup plan. Um, the last thing, well, second to last thing I'm going to talk about today is The Bachelor. I mean, what the hell is going on? There's basically for a solid four days last week, there was just nothing but new news about The Bachelor coming out. First, it was um, Becca Tasha, Hannah Ann, and Sydney, who's the NBA, I think she dances for the Spurs or something like that. They were all spotted at the resort. So Sydney, last time I checked, had a really hot boyfriend. She was posting about him on TikTok, and Becca was supposed to be engaged to Garrett, who is local here to Sacramento. But a couple days after it was posted that Becca, Sydney, Hannah Ann, and Tasha were all at the resort, E! News reported that Becca and Garrett have actually called it quits. So underneath that picture on the E! News Instagram page, Becca was like, interesting source. I think that was a dig at Garrett. I think basically E! News got that news from Garrett. So she was like kind of throwing shade at him. But then she also said, could you at least spell our names consistently correct um, within your article. So I don't really know what's going on there. There was rumors that Wells was also seen at the resort. So I don't really know. There was a, a page. This girl posted this, a series of tweets from a guy that's apparently a producer on The Bachelor. And he was basically saying that all of the girls are there. So Sydney, Hannah Ann, Tasha, and Becca. So that those four girls were going to date all the guys that are there and that the guys are going to pick which one they like. And at the end, there's going to be four proposals. So I kind of freaked out over this news. I tagged a bunch of friends in it. This news was never confirmed by Reality Steve. And then I also saw Reality Steve tweeted something that said the Bachelor franchise is doing something very strategic right now. They are leaking photos. They are leaking news and storylines that aren't true to kind of get the media in a frenzy and throw off the scent of what they're actually doing. So at this point, 
Everyone it has all these theories. There's all these news stories in the news about what could potentially be happening, but no one really knows. I'm watching it like a hawk to try to figure it out, but it very well could be that we're not going to know until the season airs. I don't even know who, what, what, what do I call it? Tasha season, Claire season. And um, it was also reported that Claire's only going to be in the first episode. So everything that happens with her is going to go down in the first episode. And then um, the Bachelorette Instagram page posted a teaser and you can just see the lower half of a Bachelorette. It's more like just her hand and like her legs and she's holding a rose. And it does look like Tasha's skin tone, but it also said the new season of the Bachelorette coming to Tuesdays soon. Bitch, what? Coming to Tuesdays? Since when? Tuesdays. Normally, Mondays are like my kind of lazy day after a Sunday, after a busy weekend. I am not trying to wait till Tuesday to watch The Bachelor. What kind of bullshit is this? I'm so mad. So I literally don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's one Bachelorette, if there's four Bachelorettes. I don't I don't understand why it got moved to a Tuesday, but everything is just so up in the air. Bachelor Nation cannot handle the stress. My heart cannot handle it. Either way, I hope they speed up the process. You know what? I don't really like the idea of four bachelorette, bachelorettes, but if it's going to speed up the process and if that means we get the season sooner, then I'm here for it. So if anything else happens, if I hear anything else, I'll keep you posted. But yeah, I don't really know what the hell's happening with that. Um, my playlist for this week is Slappers Part 2. I tested it out. I made it this morning. Normally I save it till the end of my day and then I'm like watching TV after dinner trying to make these playlists and Brett's super annoyed because phones down family time. We're supposed to put our phones down and watch TV together at night with no interruptions, but then I'm on my phone making this playlist. So yeah, in in the name of phones down family time, I did my playlist this morning, Slappers Part 2. Um, gotta warn you, there's a lot of Kanye. There is one R. Kelly song on there, but it's R. Kelly with Jay-Z. Spotify didn't even have the song. So now I'm like, ooh, did Spotify pull all the R. Kelly? I probably shouldn't have put the song on the playlist, but whatever. Sue me. It's a good song. So Slappers Part 2, you can find it on Spotify. You can also find it on Apple Music. It's about 39 songs. Um, you just have to search Megan Rage. You can find my, all of my playlists that I've made. I've made one every single week. Um, obviously the new playlist, I've talked about this. It's, there's always new music on it. I'm always adding songs to it. So that one you can always jump to if you want to hear something new. But for this week, Slappers Part 2, 39 songs. Um, I'm up to the K's in my music library. So I kind of ended with Kanye. My suggestion would be, if you're going to listen to the playlist, to put it on shuffle because there's a couple artists that are back to back. Otherwise, that way you get a good variety. I tested it out today. I drove to my dad's. I drove to Pilates and it sounds good. So 1010 recommend. If you're having trouble finding my playlist, just hit me up and I can send you the link. Again, if you are wanting some stickers, since I have more coming, um, I'll definitely hook you up. Just send your name and your address to my DMs at What the Chuck Podcast. Make sure you're following me to get one of these stickers. If you can, if you haven't done already, please rate and review my podcast on Apple. I know you can't do it on Spotify and stuff, but if you could jump, if you have an Apple, even if you, even if you listen to this on Spotify, but you have an Apple, just find it in the Apple store. Leave me a review, rate me, subscribe. That would be so fucking helpful. After you do that, you could message me and I'll hook you up with a sticker. Man, I sent out a few stickers last week. I don't write that much anymore. Like, what do I really have to write? So I started writing the thank you notes and my fingers were hurting. I need to stop cracking my knuckles because, oh my God, I was struggling to write just like three sentences in a thank you card. So whoever I sent those to, if my handwriting was terrible, it's because my hands were like 
freaking killing me. It's really been a wake up call to stop cracking my knuckles. I mean, I still do it, but I've been trying to do it way less. And sometimes I just do it without realizing. But yeah, anyways, um, a lot of people have reached out to me and said that they found my podcast through a friend. So everyone that shared, thank you so much. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. Every time you post it or share it with a friend, it literally helps me so, 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 so much. So I appreciate you guys. Um, thanks for being here at the Sun 11, hopefully with the best sound quality you've ever heard in your life. Well, not ever, but the best uh, sound quality you've ever heard here. That's for damn sure. We know that to be true. Shout out to everyone that helped me on this journey to getting this perfect fucking sound. Um, <laughs> cause it really has been a journey. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. Bye-bye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast.